0: Buying your first home could be so nerve-wracking. It really is. It's like a big part of adulting growing up. There's so much responsibility that's about to come that's going to change your life forever. (laughs) In a way, it's like having a child because most of us have to pay our houses for 30 years, 15 years, just like years to come. It's a huge commitment. And it's probably one of the biggest commitment that most of us will make in our lifetime or some of us, because I also believe in renting as well. Um, But it's crazy. Like I'm going through it and I'm going through this in some way on my own. I'm planning to buy my first home by myself, uh, even though I do plan on inviting my parents to come live with me. I'm paying for the home. So the financial responsibility is a huge one. And sometimes I do wish that I have a partner that I could like talk to because commonly people buy with a partner and you guys could talk about your finances together, discuss the details together and all of that stuff. And my parents are not super savvy on the finance and when it comes to mortgages in America. So is different. It's difficult. I think that just adds another layer of complexity and headaches to the buying process. But I think overall, even if you're buying with a partner and it's your first home, it's just so much to take in. So much. Like, not only that there's this huge learning curve that you want to go through, so you make sure you understand all the realtor housing market lingo. I remember two years ago, I was still super new. and I'm still somewhat new. But I try to force myself to emerge myself in all of these like housing market articles, uh, news, things like just keep myself up to date to learn more about what it means. And, you know, watch videos about what is the top things you need to know before you buy a home? What are the things that you need to save money for before you buy a home? And You know, like just all kinds of different things and videos online to learn more about the process that you go through from learning home, buying a home. And on top of that, of course, it's like an emotional roller coaster because lately, of course, I continue to look for, you know, like go look at model homes and tour houses and things like that. And I feel like we're getting close to deciding because like, The last two homes, for example, that I browsed, I could imagine myself putting down money for it. I could imagine myself like going forward with it because, you know, after there's also this stage of exhaustion that you go through where maybe you're like if you're still in the early process of the housing search and you have time to continue to search, you'll be like, okay, yeah, let me think about it more. But if you've already gone through quite some time in searching, you start to feel this fatigue. You're kind of tired of continuing to search. You see something that reasonably makes sense. It kind of has some of the stuff you like. There's some stuff that really stands out. Maybe not perfect. There's this fatigue that kind of is nagging at you in the back of your head of like, maybe I should just do it, (laughs) you know? And uh, part of the motivator for me, Personally, to even buy a home is that I really want a place for my parents. My parents, they don't have a place of their own here in America. And, you know, so I really want to be able to do that for them. And because I'm single and I don't have kids of my own, and I am at a stage where I could fortunately afford something. Decent, not anything grand or crazy, but just like a decent home. I want to be able to share with my parents, and those are the folks that I want to be able to spend more time with, regardless of not in the future I have a partner or not. So to me, it is a like a decision that makes sense to me. I want to be able to have a house of my own, but at the same time, be close with my family. And if that would mean that sharing my home will make them satisfy a part of their life milestone of having a home that they could call their own and being close to their kids like I think that's great and that's probably one of my biggest motivator of even wanting to and pushing myself to do it sooner rather than later because you know I think everyone buying home have their own different reasons like you probably have either a family of your own or you're about to start a family of your own or it could be you're like me right you're independent but yet you you want to you know go through that stage of your life to to own an asset like a house um and we all are motivated differently and those motivators sometimes is good it makes you like look forward to the next stage of my life like I do want to look forward to this stage of you know my life with my family because you know my my parents is only getting older and if it means that having this accomplished gonna make their day-to-day a lot happier I think that's amazing and if I could like give them that I think that's great that's probably one of my biggest motivator but at the same time I must admit it also stresses me out I'm sure as most of you right like even if you're doing it for the family that you're about to have or the family that you just started or you know for yourself like for whatever reason and the thing that motivates you I'm sure there's almost this mixed feeling of Yes, I'm excited. I want to do it. But at the same time, you're like, holy crap. There's this, like, huge financial responsibility. Some of us, is like, the first biggest financial responsibility we ever had. To be honest, that's going to be mine. Like, it's crazy to admit. But, like, the biggest purchase that I have ever gotten myself in my lifetime, it's, like, a laptop. It's crazy. Like, I think it's crazy. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm tripping. Maybe there is something more that I'm not thinking about right now. So from a laptop to a house, I mean, like that is something crazy. Like it really is something crazy. Um, But fortunately, I feel like I'm ready for it. I just need to hopefully, you know, I pray I make the right decisions at the right time and things are good for, you know, with the family Um, but it's like a big stress ball in the back of your head, like some nights, some days and some nights I have anxiety just thinking about it. Like, oh my God. And like, you know, like how close you are to either committing to this purchase and like, what does that mean for your like work life? I feel like I'm going to then be slave to my job even more so than ever. And that scares me. But at the same time, I'm like realistically thinking more like you can just rely on your nine to five job to be like the sole source of your income to support a house. I mean, like, look, you can. I think that's probably the most common way to do it. And you definitely can. But it does add more pressure because you then are reliant on a job to then fund that lifestyle. And It's risky, of course, like there's risk that comes with it, even though it's probably one of the most common way. And to be honest, that was probably the only way I knew how for the longest time in my life until I really think in the last like five years or a decade, like this whole idea of like side hustle, making passive income starting to really become starting to become more mainstream. And I love it because it does pushes me to think beyond this nine to five grind of thinking like okay in order for me to pay off my house in order for me to buy a car in order for me to do all of these things I need to be tidying myself and committing my entire life to this like corporate lifestyle and climb the corporate ladder and knowing that there are other ways and fun ways and creative ways depending on what you like like I'm a very I see myself as a very creative person so like knowing that being creative and having these new outlets like social media and things like that like even this podcast like just being able to express myself share my experience with other people there could possibly like possibly be like a return a way to like make passive income with that I think it's amazing it's a really amazing addition to so many different jobs and roles there are already available in this world if anything I would love to see a lot more of these like different creative different Things that we just haven't seen in the past that's like very labor intensive or like corporate office intensive. And I love it. Like the remote work, like all of it. Like I think as a society, we're totally shifting and it really start to give even more flexibility and freedom to people to do more different things, to make more money, to be more, you know, stable and have that lifestyle that they want. I think that's beautiful. And but that doesn't, you know, like, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Like, I'm still feel that I'm very much tied to this nine to five. And I think ultimately, knowing that this is my sole source of income, like my nine to five job. And I'm super grateful, like super grateful that I have my current job and and that, you know, it, it is funding me enough to have this opportunity to even choose to buy a home I am very grateful um but it does stress me out like it still does stress me out as we know right like it could be a 30-year commitment or more in your lifetime to pay off the house and it's scary it really is and stuff like that stresses you out stuff 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 like that could like keep you up at night if if you know that you know sometimes you don't know what's gonna happen and and all of that stuff like does rush through my head. Like in the last few weeks, I was getting closer and closer to making decisions on like, yeah, this home's pretty good. Maybe I should go forward with it. And I I could just feel there's this side of my heart just, just starting to feel like, oh my God, is this gonna happen? This is so soon. Am I ready for it? Because I don't know, it's like, you know, buying a home, it's a funny thing. And some of you might have experienced it already where there could be moments when you're least expected. You walk into a home, you're like, I don't even know if I really like it that much. Maybe you have already seen photos. You're familiar with the area. And until you stepped your foot into the home, you're like, oh my God, I could see myself living here. I really like this about this thing. Like you could like fall in love instantly. And then you realize like, shit, you got to really start to make a decision quickly if you really want to move forward and I remember just feeling that a little bit more and it scares me a little bit because it's like holy shit like it's one way to kind of imagine yourself like yeah yeah like when the day comes I'm gonna go for it and it's gonna be like this and it's another when you're like at the moments where you're like oh shit like should I make this decision like right now is this it is this it you know And you then think about all these things Like what does it mean afterwards when I commit Like what if this don't go right What if this you know Like all of these things just rush through your head And it could be crazy And it could be a lot Especially like when you feel like you don't have people to talk to And I hope you do I hope that if you're buying with your partner You're able to at least flush out all of the anxiety All of the ups, all of the downs All of your expectations together Um, But if you don't like I feel you like it is it is crazy like a lot of us I think millennials we sometimes don't feel our age like even though I'm 34 I still feel like I'm 25 sometimes and to think about like oh my god I'm about to put you know a million dollar down for this house or more and this and that it's just like oh my god is that my life is that me am I ready for this I don't know how to handle you know it's just crazy like all of this doubt but then when you like calm down you breathe and you just think about the, f- the world and by the way the freaking world is just crazy like I don't know if we're just like older hopefully wiser now to like realize like wow a lot of shit's happening around the world and I'm talking about like natural disaster and look I get it many many years and decades ago there are a bunch of also crazy natural disasters but you can't deny, like, lately, I feel like around the world, there's so many of this, like, wow, this flood hasn't happened 100 years ago. Oh, that, you know, crazy, you know, tornado hasn't happened another 80 years ago. It's like, there's a lot of huge, big natural disaster events that have been happening. And it, like, it, it makes it, you know, like, even more anxiety adding. And at the same time, Like, I can't lie. It's like a reminder of, like, yo, life is not promised tomorrow. Like, you don't really know what's going to happen. So, like, treasure life, live to the fullest, and make sure you are making everything count. And (laughs) as part of that thinking, it makes me think about, like, look, it depends, again, like, what you enjoy in your life. Like, if you have the money, if you could support a lifestyle that you enjoy, like should you you know save too much I don't know like there's a part of me <laughs> that like look I believe in saving I am I'm a firm believer but to an extent if that makes sense like I'm not the person that saves like 90% of what I make and just spend 10% really fugly because there are certain things in life that I truly do enjoy that costs money like food for example like food like getting takeout or going out to eat i know it's not for everybody and i know that food tasting and all of that stuff it's not a priority for some people and i completely respect that for me i truly enjoy eating like it's part of like happiness in life and i don't know i love it and it's something that i'm i would love to be able to spend money on if i have it so those things are great. Like, I'm less a believer, believer of, like, name brands now. Like, I don't really care about name brand purses, name brand clothes, things like that. It's like, if it's great quality, even if there's no logo on it, I think that's great. Like, so those stuff, I start to care less. But I think overall, it's like, it, it like, thinking about, or not even thinking about, but just realizing of, like, shit, there's a lot of shit happening in the world. And... I don't know. It just makes me sometimes not to say I want to be careless with my money, but I do want to maximize my experience with my money, if that makes sense. Like experiences that actually matters to me and not experiences that I want to do just to like then show to other people what I have. Like it's not experiences that... Relates to impressing other people or doing things because I want to like fit in, like none of that stuff. It's like has to be true, kind of like truly happiness, even if like no one else, no one else will ever know about it, only you feel it or something. Like, you know, I think that is what it also makes me think about because this whole idea of like purchasing your first home, there's a part of you probably then, you know, if you're ready to purchase your first home you probably save decent amount of money and it might be the very first time that you have ever saved that much amount of money in your life and so there's a part of you like oh shit like am i ready just like let it go because a lot of us i think if you're ready to buy a home and you save decent amount that's probably gonna be like the biggest purchase right the biggest amount of money that you have ever spent in your life And you question yourself, like, oh shit, like, should I really spend it like this? Am I ready to spend it like this? Is this the right way to spend it like this? And then you think about the world, right? Then you're like, maybe it is. (laughs) You know, again, like, depending on how much you care about buying a home and what does a home mean to you and your family and your life and everything. um, I think think about it in that way. In some way calms my anxiety down a little bit. Like this whole shit, like, I don't know what's gonna happen in the world. All I know is that time is ticking when it comes to, you know, like life in general. And I wanna make sure my family could be happier faster if it means that when they feel like they have a home to call their own, um, it's gonna make them happier and I could provide that to them happier. Like, yeah, I think it's money life spend. And again, given the shit around the world of just crazy things, like I don't know, like, maybe, like, what, like, I think the worst scenario for me is, like, if anything were to freaking happen, and I don't even have the time to spend the money that I have right now, like, that will be so sad, right? Of course, like, hope, you know, nothing like that ever happened. But it's, like, holding on to a bunch of money, and if you can't do anything about it, and you don't have future plan, look, I get it, there's people, I think, like look there's a really respectable respect respectable yeah actually respectable respectable people like Warren Buffett and Elon Musk and even like Steve well no Steve Jobs I think they care about money even though he lived in a really minimal lifestyle but there are people like very wealthy people out there that doesn't care about money for the sake of money like luxury and lifestyle like they don't care about those stuff they they have a bunch of money like like uh, Warren Buffett, like he still eat McDonald's for breakfast every day. And he talks about how he lives still very focally. And he like they're f- completely fine with it. There's not there's not about like a billionaire lifestyle that they're really into. Not like Jeff Bezos, <laughs> you know, like he live like he's rich and he is rich, you know, and they, he enjoys that. I think that's great. You know, I didn't. But it's just it's not for everybody. I think it just depends on what you care about. And then that's totally cool. Like if living in a luxury house and spending money like crazy doesn't give you the happiness, even if you're rich, like why do it? Right. Like if 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 collecting wealth and then being able to help people like donate to people and help and charity and make a difference in life and that is what makes you happy that's freaking amazing you know that's great like love it and and then again it's just like you have to ask yourself like what is it worth it for you because i also kind of also seen people where they're very wealthy you know like wealthy and they're very fugal but in a way of like too like and i say this only because if I know they s- enjoy certain things in life that do cost money, but they still choose not to do it, and they don't, and I can't say they don't, but I it seems like they don't have a bigger reason. For example, bigger reason could be like your kids. your you're, you're the kids for the future, right? Where maybe you're not spending it on yourself, even though to you, it's like a very guilty pleasure. Like, yeah, I would love to spend this on a luxury, like, trip or something that you like, but instead you're like, no, I'd rather save that money so that my kids and my grandkids could have like an easier, easier path in life. So, you know, they could use the money. I think that's still a really good use case of saving and what have you but let's say you have like no kids you have no kids you ha- literally have like let's say no kids no family no nothing that could even inherit your money and they're not spending that money to help any other things in the world like no charity no donation no nothing and and you're living really frugally every single day even though you do find certain things pleasurable like food or travel or things like that and then you die, all of that money just go back to the government. And you're not even a big believer in the government and the thing, the money that they spent. Like, I think that could be a waste of money. Like, if you just live your life collecting wealth and you don't spend that wealth wisely, that could be a problem, I think. Like, that could be not a good use of your energy and your money. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I think about this because I also feel like I work way too hard sometimes and yes as much as I'm proud of making the money that I do at the same time I also tell myself and question myself like so freaking what like I make this money not like I'm living like in the lifestyle that I feel like I could I'm not spending money like I I, and I and for good reason because I'm saving for a home but until i buy the home until i make that into reality i could keep saving and saving and saving like i keep keep saving for another year two years three years and honestly if i save another 5 years i probably could just pay the house off like in cash not saying i would but like you know what i mean but time is money money is time right like 5 years could be a lot of time like for my family you know, five years, I don't know what's gonna happen. So I don't know, there's a part of me that do value time more than saving money, for example. So I don't know, like all of these things, all of these thinking, like help calms me down and give me, I guess, somewhat reason of like, why I should not be so scared (laughs) to go forward with it. Like if you have the money that is right, like if do you have it, and you're just afraid, because it's very new. It is a huge responsibility, Responsibility, but you have your reasons, you know, to go with it. And honestly, if I had a partner, I think these are kind of stuff that I would talk about. Like my worries, but also what mo- motivates me and why I think this is the right decision. Why, why it makes me nervous, you know, all of these things. So... I hope that you're also going through that even if it means that you don't have a partner or someone to talk about these things with. Like, talk about it with yourself. That's what I'm doing now <laughs> in a way, you know? Like, talk with it with you, with yourself. Write it in a journal. And honestly, even if you're, like, working with retail, like, your, your, uh, your, um, your realtor or, like, friends of friends of, like, or your... Loan officer, like those people, sometimes could be very nice and they talk to you and you could ask them about certain use case situations. I don't know, just okay, maybe I don't know. I haven't met that many useful realtor to be honest, but <laughs> you know, I think that I have met uh very nice uh loan officers though that really walk you through the steps and teach you what does this mean, what does that mean, spend like hours with you on the phone just to kind of get you up to speed. So there are really, you know, knowledgeable and really nice and kind people out there that I think really is trying to help people, especially first-time homebuyer. So try not to be afraid to ask questions. Like, if you're not good at asking questions, try to pre-prepare your questions ahead of time. And if you don't know what to ask, and I highly recommend you to also do research, like, online on like what are the you know things you need to know before you buy a home for example what to expect when you're buying your first home Uh, what are the things that could potentially go wrong you know when you buy your first home or what are the things that you know is going to cost money when you purchase your first home aside from just the home itself because there will be other additional costs that you might not be aware of right so like research go online type in google just like find out more about you know home purchasing process as much as you can what people regret doing you know like top things people regret after buying their first home for example like search about these things learn about these things hear others people's perspective and I always recommend listen to multiple sources multiple perspective because you could then form your own like the best one that you can based on all of the different information that you can get. And because like there's not one size fits all. There's not one experience, one person, one expert that could tell you all Like you really want to hear all of the different perspectives, Try to find your own right like answers in different ways. Um, and that I could tell you has been helpful for me, even though I'm super new and I'm trying to learn everything as I go. Um, and I do ask questions, you know, like I try to even ask the hard questions. Like even just today, earlier, um, I call to learn more about the place that I saw. And when I call them, the price that they were quoting me was higher than the one that they sent me via email. And I feel like, you know, like especially with new construction, I feel like depending on the brand and where they list the money i mean list the price it could be that they're like oh but the starting price is this that's the base amount it's like okay but like do you even can people even buy the base amount can people even and usually they'll be like no and it's almost like a price that they put to kind of like lure you in to talking to them and then they like try to up you but because right now in the housing market means like august of 2022 there's a lot of price reduction. Not a lot of people are buying as quickly as they were last year. So I remember I just like even calling it out on the call like, oh, if it's above this price, that's above my above my threshold. And, you know, I don't think I can. And as soon as I said that, they're like, tell you what, I could do the original price for this unit for for what you're looking for. So it's like, you know, like, they could do it and I do think as a buyer you do have a lot more negotiation power like you could look at not only Redfin and Zillow you could probably find it even like walking in open houses and talk to your realtor and like ask them to help negotiate on your behalf like even my realtor have openly told me like yeah the the negotiation power has definitely start to come back for buyers and things like that so Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to talk prices. Don't be afraid to kind of bring up what you kind of won't do and can do and what you want them to try to make happen. Of course, be kind, be nice and be polite always. Uh, But try to do ask these questions. And, you know, that's how you could also make yourself less anxious about the buying process. Okay, that's all for this week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.